This is the Vegetarian Zen Podcast, episode number 95. Welcome to Vegetarian Zen, a peaceful place for vegetarians, vegans, and the veg curious to share tips for living a healthy lifestyle. Now sit back, relax, and prepare to get your veg on. Hey there, Veg Zeners. Welcome back to Vegetarian Zen. My name is Vicki. And this is Larissa. In today's episode of the Vegetarian Zen Podcast, we're going to be talking about eco-friendly home furnishings. And what you're going to learn is why traditional home furnishings may not be eco-friendly and what to look for when you're out buying furnishings for your home. But first, I know we have a rating. We do. We have a new rating from from the United States from March 8th, and it is from HGHM. And the uh, title on that rating, or the review, sorry, uh, title on the review is, This Podcast Feels Like a Conversation with Old Friends. Nice. So uh, what they say is, I'm not sure what I appreciate more, the personalities of Vicky and Larissa or the information they share. They say they try hard to be non-judgmental and they succeed. Love the information and the humility with which it is presented. For anyone who is vegan, vegetarian, in the midst of a lifestyle change, or you just want a podcast to listen to that is fun and informational, this podcast is a joy to listen to every week. That's so awesome. Thank yes. you so much for taking the time to, to go out there and leave us such a nice rating. This, I know, I, I usually Larissa, because she is she does this full time you know for us she's full time on our podcast and our website she's usually the one uh, the one to see these ratings first and i just happened to see this one and it really made me smile so i took it right over to her and showed her and it was really nice so yeah. thank you very much we yes, really appreciate that and the the podcast is a joy for us to make too yes all right and we don't really have any specific shout outs this week but i did want to say just a general shout out to our peas and carrot society out on the um, Facebook, uh, on out on the Facebook, out on the Facebook, <laughs> uh, out on the internets. <laughs> uh, what a great group of folks that's been growing over the last few weeks. We've seen pretty much every week we get a nice little uh, mm-hmm. uh, steady bump there in our in our members. We're over a hundred now. I think it's like a hundred and four, hundred five. Yeah. And it's just us. I'm just so that group is just so fun to, it's like when I get home from work, I just love popping in there and seeing the conversations that have been going on. It's mm-hmm. like, again, it's like almost like meeting a virtual happy hour with your friends. <laughs> it is. It's awesome. And it's yeah. like, you know, people are so active and so uh, encouraging and, and just, it's like you just go in there and you get a big hug. You yeah. Know, and right? like people have questions and it's great to see other people helping each other answer each other's questions and mm-hmm. challenges and all that. So just a shout out to the Peas and Carrot Society. Thank you guys for yeah. for being in our group. And if you're not a member and you'd like to join and uh, you're on Facebook, just head on over to Facebook and just put up in the little search bar up there, Peas and Carrot Society, and it'll come up and then just hit request to join and I'll approve you and you're in. All right. So, and I, you know, the other thing I love about it is I love seeing everybody's pictures of their pets. Yeah, that is so, so keep cool. Keep posting them, guys. Yeah. I love it. All right. So let's dive into our main topic. All right. So let's look at, first of all, why a lot of the older furniture or that, well, I say older, but not necessarily older, but 
traditional furnishings, as in ones that are not specifically, you know, organic or um, sustainably made, why they may not be. So some of the reasons why these things are not good for the environment or good for just, you know, us in general. Yeah. Okay. So first of all, some of the uh, furniture can be made out of synthetic materials, right? Mm -hmm. And that is not biodegradable. Mm -hmm. Or they degrade very slowly. Yeah. Uh, the other thing is that they can contain formaldehyde. And this was something that made me, like Larissa just did, scrunch her nose. <laughs> made me scrunch my nose. And it's found in, in uh, many home finishes, like the uh, paints and the stains that are put on the furniture. And what's bad about that is that as the furniture ages, these, uh, and, and that that paint or the stain or whatever it is, the glue, it, as it gets older, it can start to release toxins mm -hmm. in the air. So that is, you know, something else you definitely don't, <laughs> definitely don't want in your house. Yeah. So, you know, when you think of paint, paints and stains, I mean, those, you can easily, if you're going to do a painting project on a piece of furniture or something else, you know, you can go and buy paint that is, uh, does, doesn't contain these chemicals. But one of the things that I hadn't even thought about um, is that formaldehyde is also used as an ingredient in a lot of the glue that's used to assemble assemble these like um, modular furniture pieces. Um, so the wood furniture, so the, the stuff that's not to so like particle solid board, wood, yes. fiberboard, that yeah. kind of thing, plywood. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so glue uh, containing formaldehyde and other chemicals is used to assemble these pieces. And then the same thing that you said, when it starts to get older, it releases gases that are harmful. Yeah, and then uh, there's also, you know, that chemical fire retardant used in upholstery and mattresses. That's also very bad for you, very toxic. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and if you think about it, it's in mattresses and you're sleeping with your face like right on there. I know. You know, and pillows. And you can even, I mean, I remember, you can even like, it kind of has a smell mm -hmm. to it, right? Yeah, yeah. The chemical smell. Right. All right, and then Teflon used in stain-resistant upholstery items. Mm -hmm. And we've heard bad things about Teflon over the years too, mm -hmm. like in... Uh, uh, pans at cooking. Right. right. Yeah. Teflon, apparently, um, when it starts to break down, it breaks down into some toxic chemicals that will contaminate your bloodstream. So uh, you definitely don't want to be breathing in a lot of that stuff. All right. And this one made me smile. <laughs> inflatable furniture. <laughs> I mean, she's like, who has inflatable uh, who furniture? Has inflatable furniture. You'd be surprised. <laughs> Well, I mean, well, I, okay. So the thing I think about is maybe an inflatable mattress or something like yeah. that. But or dorm rooms. Even that. You know, it's kind of yeah. strange. Artificial leather, vinyl furniture covers. Those all contain PVC. Mm-hmm. Now, P I know, oh, I know yeah, you don't so want to say, say this. Yeah, no, I don't want to say this because... Uh, wait a minute. Let me see if I can. No, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> she, what she's trying to say is um, phthalates. It's phthalates. phthalates in PVC. And it has it's, it starts with a PH. It's P-H-T-H-A-L-A-T-E-S. And... Yeah. And she goes, well, the pH is silent. And I said, then why put it there? <laughs> <laughs> to mess with you. Uh, but anyway. Well, I knew the pH. It was just the, 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 the you never mind. <laughs> it's a whole you thing. You already did it for me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the phthalates in PVC uh, interfere with natural horm hormone functioning in our bodies. And so these are linked to birth defects in um, 
baby boys, testicular cancer, liver problems, and then with girls can cause early onset puberty. And then when you when girls have puberty really early in life, that can lead to uh, later life risk of breast cancer. So definitely something that you kind of want to stay away from if you can. All right. So what do we look for then? All right. Well, instead of let's see, let's start with let's start with fabrics and like the cushion filling and, and foam and things like that. So you want to look for organic fabrics and fills uh, for these cushions and upholstered other upholstered pieces. So a lot of times on because it it is fabric and it's made from a lot of these fabrics, if it's a natural fabric like cotton or wool, it will you can then it'll say organic if it is organic. So look for that. And you can look on either on the label or like in the product description, if it's in a catalog or something online. Now, I don't know if you know the answer to this, but do you know, is there like kind of like with the organic foods, do you know if there's like a um, certain certification? Yeah. Yes, there are. There are textile and trade organizations that do certifications for fabrics. I don't know any of their names. I can look them up. In fact, I'm going to write that down. Maybe we can put it in the show notes. Yeah. 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 Um, But so definitely that's something that you can look for. Um, And then the other thing that you want to look for is if they are like, if you have foam cushions, like in your sofa, or even mattress, mattresses that are foam, you want to look for either natural latex foam, or synthetic latex that has been, uh, it's one of the the um, certifications for, for this foam is OEKO Tex uh, Standard 100. In this, and it's a certification, it's a an independent organization. And what they do is they test these the synthetic latex foam for chemicals that have been legally banned from use, but they also test for ones that have been proven harmful to our health or the environment, but are not yet legally banned. That's really good because, yeah, I was going to say just because it's legal doesn't mean it's good for us. Right? Yeah, exactly. Um, and then what's funny about this is when I was doing this research, you know, I came across and it said, well, look for natural latex. And I thought, is that kind of like, does that even make sense? Because latex, I always thought was like synthetic, like right? You think it's like yeah. plastic or something. But actually, natural latex is does exist. It's, it's a white milky fluid that is extracted from um, the rubber tree. It, it's, we say rubber tree. It's it's uh, Havia brasiliensis tree is the the scientific name for it, but it's the rubber tree. But so that's what actually comes out of that, and then that is produced. Um, it's processed to make this natural latex foam. Okay, so an example of something that Larissa and I just recently purchased that does have this uh, certification, this O E K O tex uh certification is a mattress we just bought a new mattress and actually one of our listeners had uh recommended this casper mattress to us you know who you are Mm -hmm. danielle danielle and uh well so this mattress is 30 it's c-e-r-t-i i'm gonna spell it out hyphenate p-u-r sort of pure sort of pure okay sort of pure uh, certified synthetic. It, so this is um, 
And that's what it, that's what uh, reference, that's the reference to the certified. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. CertiPure, I think is another or um, independent organization that does certifications. Yeah. So we researched this mattress because we wanted to look out for some of these things that we were just talking about, uh, like, you know, the st- flame retardant and chemicals and all that so this this casper mattress is what we bought and it's really cool because it comes in the, <laughs> it comes in a box that you would not and ours was a king size you would not think there was a king size mattress in this no box. it comes in a box it's, it's like really kind of cool. we took pictures the size of, it. of it's smaller than a refrigerator uh yeah definitely i would i mean quite a bit yeah and it's made with uh, it's made without ozone depleters, which is good. Now this is stuff from their website. is made without PBDE flame retardants, which is also something that was um, important to us. Without mercury, without lead, without formaldehyde. So without without the <laughs> you know Larissa, what she's looking at the your, phthalates. The phthalates. Okay. Right. Oh, I said it. You did. I said it. Okay. Yay. Uh, they also it also contained low VOC, which is volatile organic compound emission uh, emissions for indoor air quality, uh, and then our um, let's see, and then it was certified. Like we said, it was OEKO Tex certified. Yeah. So this was uh, so I will say that. Uh, and we're not sponsored, we're not affiliates or anything with, no. with them. But I will say that um, from day one, I loved it. Yeah, it we was love really the comfortable. I've heard mixed because other I've heard of other people that have this mattress as well, and kind of had mixed rev- reviews as far as not uh, they like it in the long term because I think everybody that I've talked to anyways really liked it. Uh, but some people said it took them a little bit to break it in kind mm-hmm. of like to feel like it was a little more comfortable. I day one, day yeah, one, me it was too. and I've been having uh, some problems with my back. I have a bulging disc and this has helped. I used to feel like when I got up and out of bed in the morning, like I was in a rugby match again <laughs> uh, when I would wake up. And now I don't feel like that. I feel like really like my back is well rested and yeah and and they even say on the casper the casper website is awesome and they even say that there can be for some people an adjustment period of like up to a week you know where you're switching from your your old mattress to this one but i didn't i didn't feel that either i mean it was it's very comfortable and then the other thing is that they have a hundred day, a hundred night guarantee. So you, if you find that you can't adjust to it, then you call them and they actually will come and pick it up. And then they don't resell it; they recycle the materials. So yeah. So I guess the the good thing is to know that that a lot of these companies are coming up now, are mm-hmm. starting to come up because people care about this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I know when we, like I said, we knew we needed a to trade in our mattress or to not trade it in I get rid of it, get rid of it. <laughs> we needed to get a new mattress and we were looking specifically for these types of things to make sure I didn't want to be sleeping on a pile of chemicals mm-hmm. so exactly. this was really important to us so hopefully we'll start to see more companies as people buy these types of uh, furnishings start to pop up because the I think the need is there absolutely I agree all right, so what else to look up, look out for? All right, so the next thing, now this is really cool. I thought this was really neat, and I hadn't heard of this before. You can actually look for uh, certified ecologically harvested wood. And what that means, there is a an international nonprofit organization called the Forest Stewardship Council, the FSC. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what this organization does is they encourage 
sustainable forestry. So you've heard of like sustainable farming and things. And yeah. we talked about coffee and shade grown and on, you know, all that stuff. But this is actually sustainable forestry. So they do things like uh, they help foresters, people who grow forests as opposed to grow crops, but they help them learn these sustainability practices, you know, replanting and how to, um, to take care of this, you know, this land and the, and the resources that we have. And so one of the things that they do is they offer the FSC certification to companies who make wood products, right? So companies that harvest wood, they will offer a certification uh, that says that this company is making products from wood that was harvested sustainably. And then they can put that, the companies can in turn put that on their, on their labels. And, and um, it's, it's really good because it's cool because what, what you can do is if it has that FSC certification, that wood can actually be traced back to where it was harvested. Yeah, that was really cool to learn about this chain of custody certification. So you can actually trace back mm -hmm. to where this wood came from and yeah. the kind of the process it went through yeah, to get it, to you. It's really neat. And I just, I love that idea that they're teaching people how to do this too mm -hmm. and then encouraging it. Um, all right. So what else can, can we look for? We can look for bamboo. Now, I've seen things popping up, a lot of things popping up. We saw hemp, a lot of, you know, like the mm -hmm. hemp popping mm -hmm, up kind mm -hmm. of things. Now we're seeing bamboo. Like, I remember we were out at some market day thing and they had like bamboo shirts. T-shirts, yeah. T-shirts, yeah. yeah. They're made from so, bamboo. So it looks like wood, mm -hmm. although it's actually a grass. And it's typically grown with few or no pesticides. So that's what makes bamboo so good. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's also very sustainable because as anybody who knows who's ever planted this <laughs> in their backyard, it grows super fast. Yeah. And it, so it just, it, uh, that's why it's considered sustainable. Right, exactly. So then you have to get a panda to eat your bamboo <laughs> fence that you planted that's like way overgrown. No, I made uh, a huge mistake. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but no, it's really cool. And, you know, you they actually, the, you can get uh, bamboo flooring now, which I think is really cool. Uh, I, you can also, this is off topic a little bit, but you can, well, kind of not really though, because cork is sustainable. You can get cork flooring. Yeah. Which I think would be totally cool. Yeah. Um, we had, I, I thought we had looked at that too, yeah, but I think did. it was a little There's, pricey. Yeah, it, yeah. it is. Yeah. That's true. Okay. And then we were also looking at, uh, let's see, look for, oh, non-toxic finishes, mm -hmm. obviously. Right. And yeah. there are things that finishes, paints and stains and things that have a lower chemical, I guess, content or lower emissions or, you know, things that are more regulated. So... There are things out there. You just have to look. Sorry, there's a yeah, very there's a large plane <laughs> flying over us right now. We so. have an Air Force base near yeah. us, and, and they, they fly like, over, and they, they do run training, and then they have the big... This is one of those big carrier planes that yeah. uh, they'll just kind of circle around really slowly. All right, and then this is one of my... The next thing is one of my favorite things. Look for fair trade or local artisan crafted items. So we like to go to flea markets we're we going like tomorrow to go, right? yeah we're going to go tomorrow morning to a flea market because the weather here is beautiful mm. craft fairs we like to go to market days just finding things that people have like refurbished mm -hmm. and um so and talking to them a lot of times directly to get an understanding of how they what they did because that yeah. again you want to make sure what did they use to 
any stains, any mm-hmm. finishes, anything like that that they use. Well, that's what I, and that's what I like. I mean, you know, you can always go on Etsy and you can go on other websites online and find these things too. But what I like, and I mean, okay, yeah, you can email the the shop owner and ask and everything. But I really like like being there on site with the, like a piece of furniture, or a, a piece of artwork or whatever in front of me. And then standing right next to it is the person who made it. You yeah, know? yeah. Maybe that's the artist in me that just like no, that. it's I just awesome like because to them. no, I, it's awesome because I was listening to you know I listen to a ton of podcasts and it was a business podcast I think or maybe it was uh, Gary Vaynerchuk's book that I'm reading right now but he was talking about you know Amazon places like Amazon have their place but these storefronts are never really going to go away you know these types of or you know wherever these where you goods can actually or so buy you can go because people yeah. like that yeah. and you're absolutely right and I that's a big reason that I like to go to these like fairs or market days and things because you do have that like you know face-to-face interaction yeah. you can talk to people yeah. and that's also a good way to figure out if you know you want that piece of furniture in your home depending mm-hmm. on how they re- refurbished it or whatever mm-hmm. and you know me I'm a Libra I never shut up so. oh, yeah. <laughs> and I'm a cancer and uh yeah and you just want me to <laughs> shut up <laughs> uh but so what you some of the good things that you can look for at these places are like uh, pieces made from salvaged wood or salvaged metal, um, you know, textiles that are organic wool or organic cotton, or, you know, ones that use recycled fabrics, like some of the coolest pillows, like throw pillows and stuff, use old quilts that are just, you know, cut up and then made into pillows or t shirts or things like that. You know, those are so just really cool things that it's recycling and you know i love that yeah Uh, just recycling stuff into something new and reclaimed finds that's Mm -hmm. that is probably one of my favorites so vintage and antique items now here's something to keep in mind that paint older than 1978 might contain some lead so you Mm -hmm. want to be careful of that also and then um although antiques this is kind of well it's not strange it's an interesting note is that things older than 100 years old typically don't. Mm-hmm, right. So that's good. Right. Um, uh, yeah. And then the, that's the, and exactly, that's the difference. There's a difference between vintage and antique as far as age goes. So vintage, I think, and we were talking about this earlier um, because you made a comment that you're vintage, but you're not antique. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Vint- we're going through the notes and she says, anything more, what'd you say? Anything less than 20 years old, no, older, no, than, older 20. than 20 years old is considered Vintage. vintage anything over a hundred years is antique i said oh, okay so i'm just vintage that's cool yeah i'll deal and, with that <laughs> yeah and you know people argue about that well some people say antique is anything older than like 80 or something but i mean in general you know vintage items are not as old and that's kind of where you have to pay more attention to the paints and things now i say with the paints especially if you have kids because it's and if you're buying furniture or things to put in your kid's room where they might be, if they're younger kids, where they might be chewing on something or, you know, chewing on their, their chest of drawers or whatever. You just want to make sure that, and don't look at me like that because I know kids do that. (laughs) Kids put their mouths on everything. Uh, (laughs) But um, you just want to make sure that it's either sealed or that it doesn't contain lead. And if you want to have, if you want to refinish something like that and you're not sure, it's probably best to have a professional refinish it. 
so that, you know, you're not taking a chance of sanding, you know, lead-based paint and breathing in those fumes and, and whatever. Just let a professional do it. Yeah. And outside of the chemical concerned, you also want to make sure that, like, if you buy something like a, a crib, that it meets the current modern-day safety standards mm-hmm. because yeah. those could be dangerous as well it makes you wonder though right when we were kids we put our mouths on everything we had these you know did we even have car seats i don't even, i don't even know no i like, remember riding on my nana's survive? lap yeah. no i would ride on my nana's lap and she would her, my seat belt <laughs> my seat belt was her her hands you know clasped <laughs> like this and then while we were driving she would do the church and the steeple thing yeah you know here's the church here's the steeple open it up see all the people all that stuff i mean that that was my seatbelt, you know yeah. so i was like all playing with my seatbelt, and <laughs> I mean, it was just way different yeah you know? but you you do want to be careful of that yeah. because you don't you don't want your kid to get hurt or to be you know around those chemicals right Right. All right. And then whenever you can repurpose or remake something to keep your contributions to landfills to a minimum. That's another good reason mm-hmm. to buy things that are already out there or mm-hmm. do your do you do it yourself. Mm-hmm. We actually did a really good job. No, okay, we. All right. <laughs> you I helped to you did. take the paint off. You did. But I had a chest of drawers that Larissa redid and it was really nice because um it was I think it was I got that for my one year birthday. Like when I got a new yeah. furniture set or something. So it's really nice to have that now we're in our bedroom. So. Yeah. So, it, and it was, I think that's the only piece that survived the set, right? Yeah. I don't know what happened to yeah, the other ones, no. but there was a chest and there was, there was a, a mirror. Yeah. Mm, but like dresser. Um, yeah, so we just stripped it down and, and I put new, um, what do you call that? Um, molding on the drawers mm-hmm. and then we painted it pretty red with yellow and yeah. Very was, cool looking. nice. All right. Well, as I mentioned, I think that does it for this main topic. But as I mentioned, be uh, listening for our another episode that we'll do on vegan home furnishing. Mm-hmm. So that is different. And that'll be coming up in a few weeks. Right. All right. So let's get into our recipe of the week. I, it was so funny when I was looking for something because I when we do these episodes, I like to try to have a theme, you know, keep with the theme of the, the episode if I can for the recipe and the quote. Um, so I was looking for, I was doing Google searches for like, um, desserts with furniture names or, uh, <laughs> furniture desserts and was, or food, that, chocolate chairs. Yeah. Food that the <laughs> sofa food. And so I was doing all these crazy searches and, um, what I was coming up with was like, um, like Ottomans shaped like hamburgers and stuff like that. I was like, no, 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 no. So I finally did come across this. Uh, it's a recipe for puff pastry pillows. Um, <laughs> and of course, then with that alliteration, we got into uh, what, what were we saying? Oh, Penny, Penny Pingleton, Pingleton is permanently, permanently punished. punished. <laughs> and if you're a John Waters fan, you'll know that that's from Hairspray. Uh, but uh, these are, it's really cool. It's just little... Um, filled desserts they're made with puff pastry and you just you know brush them with with a little milk and sh- sprinkle with sugar and then bake those and then you can fill them with Gosh, those sound like good. a cream filling or like strawberry i was going to do strawberries and you know things like that so little puff pastry pillows <laughs> <laughs> all right well that sounds good it all really right. does okay so let's move into the quote of the week the quote of the week is from one of my favorite writers speakers just people that we lost well, within the last mm, She died in years. 2004. 
Yeah, I was going to say 15, last yeah. 15 years or so. That's about right. Uh, Susan Sontag, and I'm actually reading one of her journals right now, which was very interesting. It was put together by her son. But this quote is, fewer and fewer Americans possess objects that have a patina, old furniture, grandparents, pots and pans that use uh, the used things, warm with generations of human touch, essential to a human landscape. Instead, we have our paper phantoms, transistorized landscapes, a featherweight portable museum. So I love that because I think that just goes back to what we were talking about is buying things that are refurbished or antiques and vintage things like that are good ways to be eco-friendly, but they also just have character, right? (laughs) Yeah, that's what I love. Yeah, so like even sometimes we'll be looking at things and, you know, Larissa really likes the the patina, which is like mm-hmm. that. Um, how do you describe that? Um, the, like the wear, wear, right? Yeah. But natural, you know, and that kind of drives me insane sometimes when I see like they they have new things yeah. that they try to give As that wear, and that's yeah. not the same. No, you know? <laughs> it's not. Well, yeah. you know, and it's it's funny. Uh, my uncle passed away a couple of years ago, and uh, you know, we went out up to the top of the state to the top of the state you know we went up there and, <laughs> and you can uh, say that it's very far packed up the house yeah packed up the house texas and is a big and, state yeah. and it, it had been my grandparents house and so all of my nana's old uh, cooking things were there still and everything and so i i have derived so much joy from uh using those now you know because for years after my grandparents passed away they really didn't get used a whole lot my my uncle lived up there but he didn't do a lot of cooking and everything so my nana's old uh pots and pans and and wooden spoons and everything just kind of sat there and now they're getting used again and And i I love how they look like even your grandmother's wooden spoon Mm -hmm. it just stands out in amongst the the really like like plastic and plastic cookie cutter like every my neighbor could have that exact thing in their drawer you know and it's like i like things that are so unique and i love seeing those uh in fact as i mentioned in a few podcasts ago i said i wanted to start taking more pictures of food we started by the way if you have not liked us on instagram yet or followed us on instagram uh head out there because we've started to post a lot more pictures and that's something i have wanted to do for this year but larissa having these uh, pieces of th- these uh, dishes and things they're so unique and I love it so I'm going to use them in a lot of our photo shoots because mm-hmm. I think they're just it's just really nice it just adds to the picture yeah and I just love when I use those wooden spoons I was like all right how many batches of cookies and how many cakes did Nyanana make with the spoon you know and it's just it's such a good feeling yeah All right. Well, I think that does it for this episode this week. If you want to support our show, please head out to iTunes and leave us a rating. That's a great way to help uh, people find us. And the other way you can do that is to head out to our website and check out our Amazon store. We have uh, products that we've recommended uh, we use and we recommend based on our research of them. So we don't just throw a bunch of stuff out there. We do research and we, we actually uh, buy them. We <laughs> actually buy them ourselves. So head out there and whenever you buy something through our Amazon store, Amazon will kick us back a couple of dollars just uh, in appreciation for having some stuff out there. So uh, it's at no extra cost to you, but it is one way that you can help to support the show. Right. And you can find that on our website, uh, vegetarianzen.com. And then there's a featured products tab at the top of the page. And that has uh, our Amazon store on that page. Awesome. Well, I think that does it for our show this week. All right. Now, uh, one other thing that you can do if you'd like to kind of contribute to this topic is uh, head out to the show notes for this episode and 
there'll be you'll see at the bottom a question. Um, do you consider where a piece of furniture comes from before you buy it? Ooh, that's a good question. Yeah, so uh, let us know. It's uh, Vegetarian Zen, and then it's episode 95. All right. Peace out. Bye. Thanks for joining us today on Vegetarian Zen. We've created a free resource for you to show you five ways to sneak more fruits and veggies into your diet. You can download it right now by visiting vegetarianzen.com. Until next time, wishing you a happy body and a healthy mind.